Hey guys, welcome back. Another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. Another week's flown by, maybe 10 days. I'm your own, your host, Kirk Smith. Graham, how you doing? I'm good. We've been surprisingly busy during this pandemic. Actually, really busy. Yeah. yeah. I'm working on this book. I'm like three quarters done with the first draft. That's amazing. I'm so excited. That's so amazing. And your manager's excited about it? Yes, and yeah. we've got a couple little meetings set up, and it's like, this is how the first book happened, though. It took me like three or four months. Once I could figure out the idea and get what's happening, then it, I just grind. Then yeah, I, it I takes a while to write a I four or five pages a, a day, and yeah. It's like, uh, you know, a book, right? People, people take years to write books sometimes, right? But I think sometimes, like, you, everybody's very different, but I think sometimes you, like, uh, start, you process it, even though you're not writing, and you come up with ideas, and then it, like, all comes out. Uh. Different conversations and Graham's, Graham's looking at me blankly. <laughs> I'm just trying to picture you having different conversations <laughs> uh, in a little tiny room. No, uh, well, no, I mean out and about, not by myself in that yeah, little yeah. paneled room, like I'm in a like I'm in a <laughs> Shriners meeting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kirk moved into my old room in a lovely neighborhood, but uh, it's pandemic, so Kirk decided to downsize. Try to save some money. Is until your stuff in storage, or is it all in that room? It's all in the Goodwill. You gave it to Goodwill. Give it all away. That's my move. Good for you, buddy. Yeah, it's like by the time you pay for the storage and everything, it's just like I mean, you buy you buy it all from Goodwill anyway, so it's just a cycle. <laughs> Recycling. You're fine on the street. I buy it from a poor person Goodwill, which is IKEA, and yeah. then I give it back to Goodwill. Yeah. They're like, why is this used cardboard <laughs> with veneer on it? Um. But yeah. this, is, this is your comedian's guide to autism. We are two comedians. We both have autistic loved ones in our life. I have a severely autistic son named JJ that I have a call with every day at 1.30. He hasn't called today, but uh, I had my fingers crossed. He's been calling quite a bit. He's doing good. Tell us about your brother, my Pete. My little brother, Pete, called today. He um, was with my parents for five months, staying at, his, at my parents' place because he doesn't have his job and he needs some company. And he was also helping the parents with stuff. Uh, but he today moved back home. Boom! Big He's move for Big Pete. Very excited. He he um, WhatsApped, video chatted me. He video chatted me, and uh, and then I taught him how to flip around the camera on the phone so he can show me. He took me, gave me a virtual tour of a, the new setup of his Star Wars toys. I'm digging it. Yeah, he was. You know, you could tell. That's probably the main reason why he wanted to move back home. Be, move back with move back into his own home because he was he was just bought he just wasn't happy with the setup on the shelf of the figurines he wanted the figurines to correspond with each film okay each movie and so he's like I got them all set up with the corresponding movies so it all makes sense got it so I like it yeah I like it I'm uh, trying to plan a trip to see JJ the Swedish law is a little unclear right now non-essential travel is obviously still off the table but if it's immediate family uh it says it's allowed but it says children to parents i assume that means children going to see parents but it has to be for the inverse too so i guess i could get a bad border agent not a bad one but a, a grumpy one and she could he could turn me back at the swedish border and i'll take that chance but i think i'm going to go over in october that's what i'm th- leaning towards Bring your like, uh, maybe maybe that would actually hurt you. I was going to suggest bring your like positive COVID test. I am going to take a test a couple of days before too. Yeah, to show that I'm negative. Show that you're negative, and maybe show that you have antibodies. Yeah, 
That's a good idea. Or maybe that might hurt you. I don't know. Well, I think the the negative one will help me if it's like recent. Like, hey, yep. I got this taken yesterday. I'm negative, and I'd like to see my son for a few days. Hopefully, they're cool. So they that, that's love. Time. You're gonna t- you're gonna take you're gonna fly all the way to Sweden. Well, I don't know what to do. It's been now. I'm trying to think of when I was there. I, I think it was January. So it's been eight months. That's the longest I've ever been without seeing them. Usually, it's like two or three months tops. But the home was closed. That's the other thing. I can't go in this home. So I'm going to have to shell out for a hotel, but I don't know what to do. Like, it's like. So when you get there, do you have to quarantine for a certain amount of time? No, I don't believe so. You should, you should find out. I've looked. I don't believe so okay. because uh, Sweden is doing the herd immunity thing. Is there like an M? There, there must be the local consulate in New York, you, Swedish consulate you can call. That's actually not a bad idea. I've been doing all the research online, but maybe I'll just uh, pick up the old phone to give him a little ring. Talk to people because no, it's one of those things where it's just probably that's thing about online is it's all text, and sometimes it isn't upla- updated daily. Reading's it's, hard. Yeah. This is a constant. <laughs> reading is hard. First number number one reason: reading is hard. Um, and all, but you know they, these things move rapidly and aren't always updated. Well, that's the other thing. I think I'm going to book the ticket. And then do a lot more research as it gets closer because things change so quickly nowadays. Like, yeah. it's six weeks out, I'm thinking. So if I check now, it could change in two weeks, then change again in two weeks, and then change again in two weeks. Yeah. But that's my goal. Mid-September, maybe, yeah, uh, mid-October, mid-October. You could do it. I and think it's a good I idea. And I saved the money to buy my car. You got, what about the house car that they have there? House car was just for the summer. They had to return it. Oh. So... Now I want I, I save some money to buy him a car. Good for you. That's really good. It's gonna be good. Yeah. Goals. You you're gonna yeah. buy a car for your son. You got the book. We're chugging along. You got plans to go see him. I live in a small coffin-like box. I lived there for two years in that box. <laughs> I thrived in that box. Uh, <laughs> I did. I, I'm sorry. I did look pale. That was so mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, you thrived. You did. I think you're thriving more in this other space. But I yes, am. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, that's good. I told those boys uh, I'd stay there at least three months, and I'm, in the winter I want to see what happens. And, uh, yeah, just keep my expenses low. I don't know if you can hear out. the construction in the background, guys. Um, it's always something. What happened was is I <laughs> – the windows are open to air out the apartment because there is a strong gasoline um, smell in here, a kerosene smell and in my apartment. He's not huffing. He uh, messed with the kerosene lamp. I, I bought a kerosene lantern for, for my rooftop, um, and I thought that m- might give it some ambiance, but I bought a $10 one off Amazon, and it's a piece of crap. And uh, I was trying to fix it, and there's... Just kerosene all over the place <laughs> in my studio apartment. Does it smell like something here? Like gas? Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you, I just want, wanted, as soon as he walked in, he knew. Um, but anyway, uh, we're gonna figure that out. We're gonna. We're not gonna light any matches. That's for sure. Nope. 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 Get those fumes out of here. Get those fumes out. No. But uh, yeah, it was a bad, bad tactical move on my part. Um, but yeah, so things are. Things are good. JJ's, how's JJ? He's okay? Oh, this is other big news. Oh. He, so he's only told me I love you once. He repeated it back again. This is the second time. Whoa! Yesterday, two days ago, two days ago. And I don't know if he's like just parroting back, like if he understands, but I was pretty excited. I was pretty excited. That's so great. So that was a great, uh, 
That was a great day. That's so yeah. great. That's one of the major goals of the uh, yeah. one of the, uh, life goals that we've talked about on this podcast. I'd like for him to understand, but at least the the beginnings of it. So it was good. Well, what is most people parrot? I love you. I mean, I did to my first few <laughs> girlfriends. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Uh-huh. I love you too. I guess I'm in this. Well, you're making <laughs> awkward eye contact with the wall. Yeah, I love you too. <laughs> I started uh, stocking up on shirts. I bought them a bunch of Uniqlo shirts. Oh, I thought you were just talking about yourself. No. I thought you were just <laughs> smooth transition. No, with, uh, with the, say, uh, Fortnite on it, which he doesn't play, but I thought were funny. Yeah. And uh, what else did I get him? A bunch of Puma stuff was on sale. I got a bunch of, I like, I, I, I dress him up like a little, uh, he goes between like Russian gangster with the Puma sweat track suits that I like and Adidas track suits and then, then the other direction, like a little gamer. So, yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's good. It makes me happy to see him when I see him on the video and he's dressed in the stuff that I bought. I'm like, oh, I remember that. I bought that. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Be somewhat involved. Yeah. Well, I think you. I I I bet you the parents or not not the parents, the supervisors there think that you're doing a great job. I think I don't know. If, I, don't, I mean, I'm doing my best. Well, it's very best. clear that you are. I'm, I'm trying. You know. Um, oh, speaking of which. JJ, he's calling right now. Yeah, should we? I guess we could just cut this out. Uh, he's not gonna really talk. We'll try. We'll try. Hey, bud. How hey. You, how's it going? How you doing, JJ? You sleepy? I love yeah, you, JJ. Yeah, we're gonna take after we talk to you. Then he gets a snack. No one do. Talk to you. Do you want to say something? What do you want to say? We've been out walking today. It was hot. It was sunny. Ugh. I love you, bud. JJ, I love you. Okay, he's doing, what are you doing? He's doing this. Oh, he wants his snacks? Yeah, I get it. He's... <laughs> All right, I'll let you guys go. I love you, JJ. Give me a kiss. Oh, thank you. Bye, son. Bye. Thanks for calling. I love you, buddy. You said bye. 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 I did say bye. Well, that was JJ. Uh, We probably should cut that just because it's all video is a problem. Well, we'll leave some parts in. All right. Let's see how it works. Um, so yeah, we did his daily call. It's supposed good, to be good to see him. He looks good. Yeah, I think he looks pretty good. Yeah, I think he looks good. Yeah, that. So he's got a bunch of different aids. That one aid, she makes him walk a lot, which is good. And then he gets uh, tired, but also I feel like a little clear-headed. Like he'll make eye contact, and yeah, because she because he's walking a lot. I don't know. It's just this is anecdotal. It's obviously isn't scientific, but I feel like she'll make him walk for an hour. An hour and a half, and, and when he gets back, he's like calm and settled, and yeah. More focused, you mean? Or yeah. tired like he was now, and he can't talk to you? Both. He's tired, but he's looking at me. Uh huh. And he's not running around. I guess that's like with any human being, yeah. you know? It's, it's why people jog in the morning, they're more centered the rest of the day. But it just depends on the aid, because some of them don't want to take him. It's a long walk. You, know? you could tell that she was with it. Oh, this lady's with it. Yeah, she was like talking to you during the oh, call. Yeah, 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 in past yeah. calls, no one really talks to you. Depends. There's some like, especially in the summer. So there's Sweden, right? So 
people take a month off. So there's a lot of people subbing in in the summer and then there's the main people who like, yeah, are better. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, it's like, it's a tough job. For sure. It's and in job. order to do it, you do it all year round. You probably need a month off. Yeah. 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 Sweet. They get six weeks or something. Yeah. Which is um, fair uh, well, that's good, man. He looked good. He looks good. <laughs> Should we do in the news? Let's do in the news. We got a couple in the news. You want to do one? I'll do one. Sure. So this is in the uh, medical press. Um, uh, another British one that, that they had. Guilt by Associates. Study sheds light on serotonin in autism. Okay, so the first paragraph they just sum up. One in, 54 one in 59 children, blah, blah, blah. Here we go. Neuroscientist at the laboratory of Randy Blakely, PhD professor of biomedical sciences in Florida Atlantic University Schmidt College of Medicine and executive director of FAU's Brain Institute, are focused on serotonin, a mood-regulating molecule in the brain that regulates brain synapses. The gaps between the nerve cells where signals are sent and received. The supply of serotonin is tightly regulated by a protein called serotonin transporters, which sweeps away serotonin from synapses to limit its action. Shifts in the transporter's activity can signal can significantly, excuse me, impact the ability of serotonin to act in the brain. Changes in signaling by the neurotransmitter serotonin has been connected to autism for more than 50 years, dating back to the findings of elevated serotonin levels in the blood of some people with a disorder, a feature termed hyperserotomia. Since this time, multiple rare changes in genetic code that impact serot have been observed. Recent studies of mice expressing the most common of these genes var gene variants, called CERT ALA56, includes behavioral changes in animals that scientists connected to alterations in people with autism, repetitive behaviors, alterated communications, and atypical social interactions, such as hyperserotomia. Although the effects of CERT ALA56 mutations are paralleled by other mutations in the CERT gene, None of these mutations are common enough to account for the number of individuals with the autism demonstrating serotonin. Blakely and collaborators have published a study in the journal Frontiers for Molecule Neuroscience, which now offers a possible explanation for the puzzle. We have known for some time that there's activity and regulation of the CERT protein is critical and dependent on a number of other proteins that tell the protein where to locate on a nerve cells and how to act, says Blake, the author. It turns out that the CERT ALA56 mutation changes the structure of the transporter in ways that keep these partner proteins from interacting with the transporter, a protein that Blakely's laboratory identified more than 30 years ago. Last year, Blakely's former graduate student, Megan Kulan, PhD, first author and postgraduate fellow of the University of Washington, demonstrated that CERT ALA mutations impact the structure of the CERT protein in cells in cultures revving up the transporter into the state of abnormally high activity. We think that this highly active state results in the removal of too much serotonin from sites in the brain where serotonin is needed, both during the development and in adults, said Quinlan. I suspect that the structural changes that we have observed likely reflect changes in the regulatory ability of CERT-associated proteins to maintain serotonin levels in activity inactivation, excuse me, at normal levels. 
To test this concept, Quaylen purified the mutant transporter from the brain CERT ALA56, expressing in mice as well as in the normal mice, and then determined whether proteins normally bound to CERT were still attached. We found that only a few proteins seem to interact with CERT ALA56 more than they should. In contrast, many more proteins appeared no longer tethered to the transporter, including some proteins we already knew to be CERT regulators, and others have been linked to ASD. I'm going to jump forward a little bit. Okay. According to Blake, further work is needed and could reveal more extensive links between CERT and other genes known to associate with autism, broadening the impact of CERT ALA56 to other neurotransmitters. Following the scent of serotonin may well take us to molecules and medications we had no clue about even a few years ago. Blakely's team recently reported that a small molecule that can tone down CERT activity and normalize behavior in CERT ALA56 mouse a molecule that he hopes may lead to a new therapeutic. A goal moving forward is that this drug is to see if it can reverse the changes of CERT ALA56 protein associations, trying the molecule changes we see to the mutant, sorry, tying the molecule changes we see with the mutant to how the drug may work. ASD is a serious neural development, blah, 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 blah. That's it. What do you think of that? Well, I think that it's pretty amazing that like the the, la the last sentence of this article says that, um, which is true. No current medications treat the core features of ASD. Yep. This is this is a possible medication that could treat some of the symptoms. So this now. is th now. Like for my son, it would work on my son. Yes. Yeah. Not not when he's two and it's just at the onset. Yeah, not twenty years ago. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Which I mean, is pretty incredible. And pretty rare. There's not. We haven't covered that many things that like. Yeah, I mean, there's ABA therapy. There's PECs. There's different, you know, therapies. Therapies, but not a pill you take. Yeah. I mean, I think it's exciting. I mean, just the very act of trying to tra track down the proteins and how the serotonin interacts with them. I mean, all this stuff to me is exciting. And a step in the right direction. It yeah. gives me hope that in 10 years he might say, I love you. And, you know, maybe he doesn't, maybe it takes him a little longer to catch up. But honestly, we all develop on our own rate. Well, anyway. this it's is like, not, I mean, this is not going to be a magic pill that cures your son. Yeah, no, not even close. But this is something that possible, possibly down the road can mitigate some of his symptoms and open him up a little more. Well, and help out with the regulation of that serotonin thing that if it's at the wrong level, that's obviously going to be an issue, an ongoing issue. Yeah. That's in serotonin, obviously, is a mood thing, you know, because he takes a mood stabilizer. Uh, I just blanked on it right now, but he takes a. Jeez, Louise, I just can't think of it right now, but as a mood stabilizer, he takes a low grade antipsychotic and I cannot remember the name. That's all right. You can go back and listen to our past episodes. We've talked about this many times, but uh, I think it's exciting. That was the construction outside. No, that was me. I, uh, a I cup, it out anyway. A coaster uh, got stuck in my cup. Yeah. Sorry. Um, uh, yeah. Sorry about that. That's buddy. all good. Uh, we have two articles. I know that we talked about this in the past, but... What I mean, it's different for your son because he is 
very closed off and nonverbal, but we haven't talked about this in a long time, maybe years, but like, what would you feel like? Like, I don't know how I would feel if we gave Peter a pill and then he was a different person. I don't, I mean, this goes back to the, I don't think that would make him a different person. Like if I lost 10 pounds and you know, I'm, I'm doing some moving jobs this summer and I've, my body's changing a little bit, but that doesn't make me a different person. I'm the same person. I'd view it the same. If he could speak and communicate with me, that would make, I mean, at some level, I guess it changes him a little bit, but for me, it's worth the, the trade-off to see him have the opportunity to have a few more, op- a few opportunities, have a few more opportunities. I said opportunities twice, but, uh, with his life to be a little bit more independent, even if he got to the stage where Peter's at, where he doesn't have to live with somebody and he doesn't have to, yeah, you know, I mean, we talked earlier about me getting him a car. It's a car for the home he lives at so they can use to drive him around. Like driving's probably never in the cards, but if he could say the words, Hey, I'd love to go to the beach. Can you drive me? That would be terrific. I understand that. Just that's, you know, like he's really closed off. Peter can communicate. Communication is a key because communication yeah. is hard to learn without communication. Yeah. It's hard to learn. It's hard to express yourself. And, and I think it would help with the, tan- the tantrums and the, all that stuff. Um, no, for sure. It's, these, these, these articles that we read when, when these sort of drugs come up, it's not to give you false hope or make you feel like it's around the corner or anything like that, but it is to give you some hope. I don't know. think it's around the corner at all, but I do think it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. And, a, and a lot of technical change goes slow, 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 yeah. and then it like picks up, and then you, yeah. know, you go from nobody has a cell phone to now you have an iPhone that you can shoot movies on, and it's in uh-huh. my pocket. Yeah. It's like the technology, once it clicks in, it's the, 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 the pace of change is so rapid. Um, well, I think that was a fun episode. That was a pretty interesting... Uh, we got JJ, a sneak appearance from JJ. Yeah. If it was a video, it would have been great. Yeah, maybe I should record those next time. Yeah, well, sure. I mean, he was tired today, but yeah. we were talking about him, and then he called. That was great. His ears were burning. His ears were burning. Guys, we appreciate you sharing this podcast with your friends and a little rate and review. I know that, uh, in general, a lot of people are going through hard times. Don't feel pressured that way. But if you want to wait, rate and review this podcast and forward it to a friend, it means a lot to us, to me personally, and I really appreciate it. Patreon.com slash autastic p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash autastic to donate to the pod I am at Instagram K on Instagram Mr. Graham K on Twitter and just uh, search for Graham K on the old Facebook Graham K Comedy and uh, Kirk Smith Com- at Kirk Smith Comedy on all platforms that's everybody it. that's it have a great week guys you can do it <laughs> <laughs>